0: Open mine eyes that I may see glimpses of truth thou hast for me. Open my eyes.
1: Back to Nature today for Song of the Soul, a visit with Joe Riley, a naturalist, educator, and folk singer. But, as is so often the case with my guests, I think you'll find that Joe's religious and spiritual life is a multifaceted gem, including Catholic, Native American, Buddhist, and nature-based faces, Joe is getting ready to release his eighth album, some of which have been kid or nature-centered, and some more adult-focused, but all of them infused with bright rays of spirit light. Joe Riley joins us today from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Joe, welcome to Song of the Soul. Thank you. It's great to be here. Not too long ago, you were in the Pacific Northwest, and Ron Metcalf, who's one of the people who helps air my programs out there on Lopez Island, he recommended you. What were you doing out in the Pacific Northwest?
2: I was enjoying the beauty of the land. (laughs) And this was my fourth year doing a, a West Coast tour. The last four winters, I've been fortunate to have just kind of growing musical and spiritual community along the West Coast. And Lopez Island has been one of those really special places. So I was doing a tour just this time of only the Northwest, Oregon and Washington, and spent a really wonderful weekend on Lopez Island. So I was able to perform a kid's concert at the library and a house concert at Ron's house.
1: When you're on tour, what kind of places do you go to? Is it always the schools? Uh, I mean, I know you're an environmental educator, but do you ever just do the average music scene, or do you end up going to smoky bars and playing, or what kind of venues does Joe Riley show up in?
2: Well, wherever the music leads me. I've done definitely my share of smoky bars, and thankfully most places are non-smoking now, which is really great for singers, And where the music tends to lead me the most, I would say, is to kind of community-based venues, community art spaces, community centers, nature centers, libraries, schools, churches, and like I said at Ron's, house concerts, coffee shops, colleges, universities, festivals, pretty much wherever the music leads
1: me is where I'll go. Well, let's talk about your music, Joe. Would you care to characterize both your music and the influences of your music?
2: I define my music as folk music because it's based around my voice and and an acoustic guitar. But there are a lot of influences from many different genres, including some hip-hop, some rock music, some jazz. Definitely the blues has been a big influence for me, too. And also... I grew up on Catholic folk music. Both my parents are musicians and they would sing a lot in church. So my brother and sister and I grew up in a very musical home and both of my parents are big influences
1: on me too. On one of your web pages and the site of course is joeiley dot org One of your pages, it's labeled community, and you have something about artists, friends, and influences. And then you have something called spiritual and social change resources. Could you spec out for our listeners some of that spiritual and social change? You've got a wonderful assortment of influences there.
2: Yeah, these are basically different communities and groups of people who I feel like my music has been able to take root in and to have a foundation in. And so there's a center here in Michigan called the Levin Center, which is based on supporting spirituality and social change. And it's a retreat center. That's one of them, as well as Plum Village, which is a Buddhist community of mindfulness, which is in France, but also has, there's also two centers in the, in the U.S., one in California and one in New York. Also on there is a really uh, wonderful retreat center in New Mexico called the Vallesitos Mountain Refuge, which offers all kinds of retreats and especially supports retreats for environmental activists. So these are many of the places that have been really supportive to me on my path, both on my spiritual path as well as my musical path. So I guess I just wanted to be able to share those with other people too.
1: Well, I'm going to ask you more about your spiritual path shortly, but I'd like to give some of our listeners an opportunity to hear some Joe Riley music. How would you like to start off your Song of the Soul?
2: I would like to start off right on the shores of the Detroit River, a river that has been heavily industrialized for the last century at least, but a river that continues to flow and continues to be the lifeblood of this place where I live in southeast Michigan. But it could also be along the shore of any river. And I always get a lot of inspiration
1: when I just take a walk along the river, wherever I am. So we'll start off with The River by Joe Riley.
0: Maybe I should be a little more like the river Flowing slowly into the sea Then I could leave behind all my sorrows Let my spirit flow, carry me Carry me And I am On, my way. on my, way. my way And I'm on my way on my I am on way. my way and Maybe I should be a little more like my mother She always loves me unconditional. Then I could leave behind all my hatred, love my enemies as myself, as myself. This is my life and I will live it. This is my love and I will give it. Are my truth, so I will seek them. This is my fear, but I won't pretend that I know. That I know my way. I don't Crossing the river of my soul. The waters are deep and the waters are cold and I am young. I am old. Crossing the river of my Let my spirit flow. Carry me.
2: Carry me.
0: Won't you carry me? Won't you carry me? Won't you carry me? Yeah. Carry me.
1: A wonderful moving ballad, The River, by Joe Riley. He is my guest today for Song of the Soul. He's over there in Michigan where he lives. Are you a lifelong Michigander?
2: I am. I was born and raised in Kalamazoo, Michigan, which is a wonderful small city in southwest Michigan. I live now in Ann Arbor where I've been for probably the past six years. And prior to that I lived in Detroit and then also in Chicago for a couple years. That was the only time I actually lived out of state.
1: In that song, The River one of the things that you're singing about is a desire to be able to free your life let go of these attachments i suppose and the kind of speed that we have in the american society you also talk about being able to let go of hate are these real struggles for you or are they symbolic for our population in general
2: well it's both it's definitely for me a day-to-day struggle sometimes more so than other days But it's always, for me, a process of letting go and trusting and having faith, both in myself, in the earth, and in other people. I always learn a lot from nature and from watching nature. And so, as I spend a lot of time walking along the rivers and just noticing that the river is always flowing, and, you know, if there's obstacles along its way, it just can, you know, very easily find a way around it. But I I take a lot of inspiration from that. And even, especially, particularly the Detroit River, you know, when I look at its history and its present state of this heavy industry and and a lot of years of abuse, in spite of that, it continues to flow. It continues to do its job. So in my own life, I want to emulate that and just stay in the flow and keep being who I am in spite of whatever unforeseen challenges come my way. And I think in that song, in the river in particular, I'm kind of, asking for a higher power to help me find that vision.
1: Well, let's keep pursuing the vision. How about giving us another song so that we can follow the uh, channel, the course of the river in your life?
2: Why don't we do Infinite Hearts
1: next? And why would we want to do Infinite Hearts next? How does this fit into your picture?
2: Well, it's in opening up and looking for that path and asking for that help. I guess I've been directed back to look in my own heart and This is just a little reminder of the infinite possibilities that we all carry with us.
0: The room in my heart is infinite There's no limit to what can fit in it And if love is what I give, love is what I get It's a balance between mind, body, spirit And the room in my heart is infinite There's no limit to what can fit in it And if love is what I give, love is what I get it's a balance between mind, body, spirit. It's a balance, a balance, a balance, a balance, a balance of y'all. Balance it, y'all. Imagine being born a different time or place. No money in your home, different color on your face What if there was no father to embrace Nothing but empty love for you to chase Open up your heart so compassion will replace Anger and hatred in every case Cause the room in your heart is infinite There's no limit to what can fit in it And if love is what you give, love is what you get it's a balance between mind, body, spirit And the room in your heart is infinite There's no limit to what can fit inside it And if love is what you give, love is what you get It's a balance between mind, body, spirit It's a balance, a balance, a balance, a balance, a all. Balance, hey Have we really tried to improve upon love? Because pain is on its other side and now we have created an economy of materialism. It's a crude reflection of our desires to avoid the pain and to control the love. Avoid the pain and to control the love. Come on, y'all. Our hearts are infinite, but love has no limit. It can fit the whole world inside of it. Our hearts are infinite, but love has no limit. It can fit the whole world inside of it. It's balance of balance of balance of balance of yeah. I seek to change these ways. Letting the sun rays on the ways we behave, in the love I enslave, I seek to change these ways, letting the sun rays on the ways we behave, in the love I enslave, I enslave, then let it free, let it free, let it flow inside of me. From the mountains and the trees, let it flow eternally. Let it free, let it free, let it flow inside of me. From the mountains and the trees, let it flow eternally. Yeah. Balance A, balance and balance the jaw. control situations of our birth but that does not determine our value or our worth with all abuses suffered the losses of a lover you know you have got to love yourself first you know you have got to love yourself first Just remember to love yourself Cause the room in your heart is infinite There's no limit to what can fit in it And if love is what you give, love is what you get It's a balance between mind, body, spirit And the room in your heart is infinite There's no limit to what can fit inside it And if love is what you give, love is what you get It's Balance between mind, body, spirit, and spirit balance of balance of balance of balance and job balance, infinite Love is what I give Love is what I give The room in my heart The room in my
1: At hearts, Joe Riley Joe, beautiful song, and obviously deep and meaningful. it doesn't sound terribly Catholic to me, and I you mentioned your Catholic upbringing, right? Talk a little bit about where you've gone from that, obviously from your webpage, which is org. On your webpage, I see Buddhist influences, perhaps Native American. Could you talk a little bit about how that channel has flowed for you?
2: Well, I think when we look at music and the whole idea of an infinite heart, we realize that whatever spiritual tradition we're in, it's all part of one larger heart or one larger body. So for me, these things are interconnected, these religions, these sets of beliefs or practices. So I was raised Catholic and for a while I rejected that faith and I rejected it based on a lot of the atrocities that The Catholic Church has committed, especially against Native people in the U.S. and and Canada and Mexico. There's been just a a real history of violence towards Indigenous people. So my path has also led me to connect with my own Native American heritage, which is Cherokee. Connecting more with the Native communities around Michigan and, and the Great Lakes have really helped me to find a spirituality within myself that connects to the earth and that connects to the ancestors of this land as well as my own ancestors and my family. Also coming back to Infinite Hearts, learning practices of meditation and mindfulness have been really important to me as well. And Infinite Hearts was written right after my very first meditation retreat back at the Viacitos Mountain Refuge. But the Buddhist teachings and learning meditation and mindfulness actually helped bring me back to Catholicism. I read a book by... Thich Nhat Hanh, who's become one of my main spiritual teachers in my life. He's a Vietnamese Buddhist monk and scholar and author and activist. He wrote a book called Living Buddha, Living Christ, in which he demonstrates and highlights a lot of the interconnections between Christianity and Buddhism. And so for me, that really just, I guess, gave me a deeper understanding of the Catholic tradition I was raised in and brought me back to the church in a way that seeks to redefine what it means to be Catholic. So, To be Catholic, for me, is to be true to my heart and to be true to my calling, to be true to the Holy Spirit that I experience. And so for me, Infinite Hearts is very much a Catholic song in the way that I want to live as a Catholic, not as the way, necessarily, that the Church dictates that I live.
1: You know, one thing I find interesting as a person who grew up Catholic myself, and I've been Quaker for 30 years, is the faults that we can find with Christianity, which certainly are there. When you get involved in any other religion, you can find the faults there, too. I I heard about Buddhists in Sri Lanka and how they've mistreated the system there and Native Americans, what they've done. We've all got the faults. It's just if we don't grow up with them, we don't feel like we have to own them and, and reject them. We need to accept ourselves with our faults. And our culture, instead of rejecting it, we can work on healing it and making it better. And so, anyway, I commend you for being able to come back to roots with more vision to make the roots more valuable.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you. I, well, that's one thing that, like I said, uh, some inspiration I got from Thich Nhat Hanh and his teachings to go back to our roots and to understand them maybe with new eyes. And what you're saying I've found true in my own experience as well You know, as I connected more with the Native American community, I found many wonderful things, and I also experienced the same kind of, I guess, corruption or exploitation that I had found within the Catholic Church. I found it also in the Native community. And it was a real important moment for me to realize that this is more of a human thing rather than connected to any one particular religion, that as humans, we have these really wonderful capacities to love and to transform and to to do a lot of creative things, but we also have our capacity to not live up to that and to take advantage of each other. Unfortunately, within the realm of spirituality and religion, that tends to happen. It tends to show up. and So like you said, acceptance is a big part of it. And also turning the mirror on myself and saying, well, let me look at myself and see Within my own life, you know, how am I living up to these ideals that I want to see within the the larger community around me?
1: A lot of valuable learning there. So, Joe, could you share some more of your wonderful music with us?
2: Yeah, I'd like to do Planting Gardens, which is a prayer song that came to me while I was living in Chicago. kind of has been a real important song for me in my journey.
1: The song, Planting Gardens, is probably not what people would anticipate if they know your other music. You do a fair amount of music that's with kids, and so Planting Gardens, I was ready to expect that it would be a song about getting kids to plant gardens, but it's really the garden of the spirit that you're talking about.
2: Yeah, it's definitely gardening in in the spiritual sense. And I guess looking at our actions and our ways of life as planting seeds and, and kind of asking the question, what are we cultivating? And for me, in that case, it was an aspiration to cultivate love through my music, but also just through my life. That song came out of a, kind of an assignment. I was working with a, a really great songwriter who was kind of acting as a coach to me in Chicago, named Sue Demel, who actually sings with me on that song. She gave me the challenge to write a song about love, and
1: that's the song that came out of it. Planting Gardens, Joe Riley. You
0: are the best medicine And you are my most intimate companion you are the strongest remedy and you are The rich black land And I'll be planting gardens of you When the winter's done So that you can live again In the soil and the sun And I'll be planting gardens of you Every time I sing Leaving seeds and smiles and innocence And all the gifts you bring and I will take you from my pocket So you can spread your wings if you Let me fly with you from winter till spring if you just let me fly with you your servant my king and you are
1: is here today for Song of the Soul. That was his song, Planting Gardens. I'm Mark Helpsmeet, your host for this Northern Spirit Radio production. Our website is northernspiritradio.org. Please visit our site. Post comments. We really, really like to hear your comments, and they help guide us in our choices. And as I mentioned earlier in this program, I learned about Joe Riley because one of our listeners on Lopez Island. You, too, can help guide my choice of music. I love hearing about the connections, where my shows are landing across this country. Joe, in that song, you end with something, it sounds Native American, I'm assuming Cherokee or something. What is that chant right at the end?
2: Well, it's definitely in the the Native American traditional style of singing, but there's no words to it. It's not in any language, it's just uh, vocables. So that style of singing has evolved as an intertribal form of singing. There's all kinds of songs where people from different Native communities can sing together because they're just the vocables, there's no words. So that was one that I came up with, especially for the the ending of that song, Plants and Gardens.
1: Do you have some experience in participating in musical circles with Cherokee or other Native Americans?
2: Yeah, that was actually a big part of my learning about my own voice and and how to sing. Was I sang for about five years with a native, an intertribal Native drum group here in Michigan called the Tree Town Singers. Throughout my years as a student at the University of Michigan, I sang with this drum group and we would travel to a lot of different powwows and spiritual and social gatherings around Michigan and the Great Lakes and sing. And I learned a lot about my own voice, but also about how music serves a purpose in the community, that it supports other people. And in our native communities, the drum is like a heartbeat. It's very central to the health and well-being of the community. So I learned a lot about my own role as a singer and the ability of music to support community
1: in planting gardens you're addressing that song to i guess a someone i'm assuming it you're addressing it to the divine or to god or or the higher power you know when you say things like you're my best medicine or i want my actions to fall away so there's only you that is the divine you're addressing there right
2: yeah, well, like I said, originally it was thinking about love. And for me, my understanding of God is as being love and love in action as well as just that energy of love. And so when I was writing that song, yeah, it was about God and it's about love.
1: You've mentioned that you do a fair amount of your performances, perhaps, I guess, for schools uh-huh. or for young people. Is that a song that you sing for them?
2: No, it isn't. <laughs> Mostly when I go into schools, I'm doing more of the environmental education songs and a lot of the songs that I've written with kids. Planting Gardens might be a song I would do maybe for a high school group or an older group, but that's going to be mostly a song I do like when I perform for a church, for instance. And the really cool thing about it is I've been able to share it in all different denominations, and it makes sense. So I've sung at Methodist churches or... Catholic, Unitarian, sung it for Buddhist temples. So I guess a a variety of different traditions, but it still makes sense. I've also sung it at different Native American events, community events. But it's not one that I would normally do at a school, for instance.
1: Well, it's a very moving song. Give us some more music, some more part of your spiritual path. It's obviously a very rich and wide spiritual path. I love all these strands in there, the Native American or the Buddhist and the Christian and and just the seeking tone in your life. I love, that's beautiful to see. Thank you.
2: Well, I can thank my parents and ancestors for that. <laughs> and I think I, I next wanted to do I Love Nature, especially, you know, I wrote Planting Gardens, Living in Chicago, and I had never experienced the actual... Feeling of of really being cut off from nature as much as I had when I lived in Chicago. So I came back to Michigan really seeking that connection, and I found a great job at, at a nature center in Ann Arbor called the Leslie Science and Nature Center, where I was able to do environmental education and then eventually started just bringing my guitar in and sharing songs with kids. I wasn't really sure if they'd be into it or how it would go over, but they really responded well. I I found it became a really engaging way to teach about the environmental science we were teaching. And so I ended up writing all these songs with kids and for kids and then made this Children of the Earth album of environmental songs for kids. So I Love Nature has become one of the kind of theme songs from that album. You'll hear the kids singing on it with me.
0: I love nature, nature is cool. The forest is my classroom, the earth is my school. The trees are my teachers, animals are my friends, and all this school. I love nature, yes it's true That means I love myself and I love you too When I look around me, nature's all that I'm seeing Plants, animals, earth, sky, and human beings Nature is like one big community Many animals might live inside just one tree And that tree gives us oxygen to help us breathe This whole interaction is called ecology I love nature is my school Trees are my teachers Animals are my friends And on this school are life Flowers, They are so pretty I love them in the forest And I love them in the city And I love mushrooms too On a pizza or in salad But my favorite place for mushrooms Is right here in this love ballad I love children And I love H2O And children who love nature Can help the rivers flow By protecting habitats Like wetlands and wet meadows When we work together We can all help nature grow So I love nature is my Let's love nature right now with all our hearts. That's right, this present moment is a great place to start. We don't need any money, it might take a little time. We need to open up our arms, hearts, mouths, and minds so we can see the gifts Mother Nature can bring. When we learn to appreciate it, it makes us want to sing. And when we are smiling and singing our song, Other people hear us and they want to sing along, they sing I love nature, nature is cool The forest is my classroom, the earth is my space
1: Joe Riley's fun songs with kids, I Love Nature. Nature is cool. (laughs) Is that still a word that gets used uh, by kids these days, cool?
2: Well, as far as I know, it is. (laughs) But maybe they're just being nice (laughs) to me. But no, I think it is.
1: Nature is obviously cool. You're teaching about ecology. Do you have a degree or special learning in that area?
2: Well, my undergrad degree is a Bachelor of Science with a concentration in environmental justice and racism. And so I studied about environment and about the importance of a healthy and clean environment for everybody, regardless of race or class or cultural background. And then over the years, I've realized that I'm also an educator just by nature. And I think I get that from my parents too. My mom is a teacher and her mom was a teacher and my uncle was a teacher. So it's kind of in my blood as well. And just using... I guess my passion for the environment and the earth, along with the education, has been an important part of, of my work. Really, since, actually since I was in high school, when I first did my first uh, environmental
1: education job. And where did you study this? What was your school?
2: I studied in college at the University of Michigan in the School of Natural Resources and Environment.
1: Since that school is there in Ann Arbor where you live now, it's kind of appropriate, environmental and being in an arbor. I suppose that isn't an accident. Where did the city get its name?
2: Yeah, it was based on the trees in the city, and someone named Ann, who I don't know the exact history of, but is affiliated with some of the city's founders. But it is, you know, like I mentioned, the the drum group I sang with was called Tree Town, and that's like a nickname of Ann Arbor is Tree Town because of all the trees, and and also I would say the overall environmental ethic of the city. Now that doesn't always get upheld in all the decisions that are made throughout the city government, but overall I would say there's a a pretty healthy green ethic here in Ann
1: Arbor. And I think we have time for another song, so I'm hoping you can follow up on those comments with another winter song from Joe Riley.
2: Yeah, I, I would like to do the tree meditation which is just a, a simple reflection on our interconnectedness, on our, our nature of interbeing, the fact that, you know what, when it comes down to it, we do all breathe the same air, the same oxygen, and, and we do all need each other, and we all need a healthy
1: and vibrant environment. We'll listen to Tree Meditation by my Song of the Soul guest, Joe Riley.
0: Drinking tea, I see that the steam is in me. It is water in a river flowing endlessly. The true nature of its being is ecology. We are all one organism and together we breathe. Breathe in, it's the out breath from the trees. Breathe out, exhale, and the trees will breathe. Realize all rivers flow to the sea. We enter our with the My guitar, I listen to its song My perception of its being just may be wrong But if I remember that I sing for fun Then I know my guitar contains the sun It was growing in the forest, stretching out its leaves Helping us to practice as we breathed it We enter our with the trees. When we breathe, they breathe. Breathe in the out breath from the trees. Breathe out, exhale, and the trees will breathe. Realize all rivers flow to the sea. Open your eyes, so the forest is what you see. Like a tree with my roots down deep and my branches wide open so I could see the blue sky above and feel the love from the clouds and my friends that I'm singing of. Well, I've got a little garden growing in my heart, sown with seeds of poetry, music, and art. And I've been cultivating peace with my family. This garden is grown with over. Open your eyes so the forest is what you see
1: What a beautiful song to end with. That was Tree Meditation by Joe Riley. And Joe, I love that chorus, the breathe in, the breathe out. Actually, it reminds me of a, another song. A few years ago, I interviewed someone named John Watts. He wrote a song that has a kind of chorus with the inhale, exhale. Actually, what he says is, inhale, exhaust, exhale, love, is his cycle that he's doing. It's clearly that picture of us interbeing with all of creation, uh, sharing lungs, if you will, is, I think, so true and such a powerful image. And I Thank you for it.
2: You're welcome. Thanks for those reflections. That song came directly out of a retreat experience at Plum Village, the Buddhist practice center in southern France, where Thich Nhat Hanh and his community of monks and nuns and, and lay people live. And it was my first time visiting there and I had just gone for a long walk along a row of trees or pine trees and just came back and made some tea and then the song just kind of flooded out of me into my journal. But it is based on just that basic mindfulness meditation of coming back to our breath and breathing in and knowing that we're breathing in and breathing out and being aware that we're breathing out. And when we just have that awareness of something so simple as our breath, we just start to realize a lot a lot of these deeper connections that wow it's not just me breathing here but i'm actually breathing here with all these trees you know and in fact without them i wouldn't be here and i think in our society which is based on a lot of models of individualism it's easy to lose sight of that connection that we all have and the the larger ecology that we're all a part of so i think that song i, I hope it's just a reminder that oh yeah I'm not breathing alone here. I'm here with a lot of other plants and animals and people that are supporting this life.
1: Again, Joe, your music has been a gift. I so appreciate you sharing it with young people, with old people. The way you weave together your spiritual basis is a rich gift to us. So thank you so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. Well, thank you, Mark.
2: And I'm so happy that the spirit and the music brought me to you and thanks again to Ron and all my good friends on Lopez Island and all the people and plants and animals who support my music. I thank you and I'll just see you on down the path. Thanks again.
1: That was singer-songwriter educator and spirit bearer Joe Riley. His website is o r g. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson
0: Be let in the light, it will heal you, and you can feel you and sing out a song of the soul.